0: Into the electronic world that's so prevalent. <laughs> and it's only recently that I got toilet paper. So I'm kind of catch up. Then is difficult because it asks us to look at things from a different perspective. We get very habituated take the same route. When he upset my life radically, the first brought me the New York Post. You don't read the New York Post, you read the daily news. The whole thing was ruined. (laughs) I was watching where a woman was taking care of her father. There was such a telling scene where the father's sitting at the breakfast table. They're looking at it, looking at the usual glass. I drink this whole... silly, isn't it? So silly. (laughs) Like all Zen lectures, we're not talking about them only. Yes? So Zen is difficult. It's asking us to look at things from a different point of view. Conventional and unconventional. Conventional wisdom puts us into a fight or flight mode. There's something threatening. Put on our Marine Corps uniform the terrorists until we have mission accomplished. Or on a run. Then is saying, take a different approach. Initially, we're talking about meditation. You're sitting still. Everything's pretty good. You're following the breath. And all of a sudden, something's cooking. You're getting frightened and frustrated and irritated. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody's doing anything to you. You're just sitting there all by yourself. And you're getting frightened. of those terms you can't blame anybody, but you certainly do start doing it. This is because of him or her or them or it. Now we've got a whole internal war going on. When you look inside and you see there's an internal war going on, who is it that's fighting with who? Who's aware that there's a war going on? And who's aware that somebody's aware of somebody being aware? Well, if you follow it all the way back, eventually you'll go crazy. Man is asking us over and over and over, give up the entertainment we get out of duality. Fall into the illusion that if we give up this entertainment, this duality, this fight, this argument, just sit out a fight, how boring. Well, that's an ego trick. At some point, it's going to happen. You'll sit and you'll collapse. And you'll find that this state is not boring. Don't take my word for it. Don't take my word for any of this. I just give out the teachings. You have to find out how they work. Do they work? Is this just a lot of nonsense? Sitting here with your legs crossed, fighting your mind those who like the idea of karma, Carl likes to talk about just sitting is to cut through your karma. Well, you can look at it from another angle. Just sitting allows you to cut through your ignorance. This is a condition of ignorance. This against that. And nobody's going to win. Mm-hmm. Cynic is to the devotee, right? You have a cynic and a devotee. Cynic is to the devotee, Look at all the devotion. Look at everything you're doing. Has it solved the problem? And the devotee has to say. The devotee says to the cynic, look at all your cynicism. Has it solved the problem? And the cynic has to say, no, it hasn't. Well, they have to get married. Mm -hmm. Cynicism is good because it cuts through the naivete. The devotee can get caught in a lot of naive ideas about hallelujah, and the salvation. The cynicism cuts through it. But if you make it a way of life, it turns into poison. If you make devotion a way of life, it stifles. So again. Get away from the duality. Go back to the breath. Go back to the breath. Go on. Just keep looking into that fear. What do you say to this? Schizophrenia is the predominant thing that we encounter. Schizophrenia, split. So most people are. A two. Oh, is this against that? That's not, not everyone, but a lot of people. Yes. Majority. Yes, indeed. No question about it. So, doesn't the majority rule? It seems so. <laughs> the problem is, in that condition that you describe, it rules except there's a higher power or a stronger force. Or intelligence creeps in. There is a crack, a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. bell that still can ring. The bell. Manifest Buddha nature. Is the Buddha free? That's heresy what I just said. We like to believe that. Is the Buddha free? That's a big one. That's a big one. He didn't like Suzaki's answer one time when we were at a session and he opened up for questions and somebody said to him, Is the Buddha still penetrating? And Suzaki said, Oh premature question. Didn't like that response. Buddha's still penetrating. They know would say he's penetrated into all mystery and there's no mystery. It demonstrates that the Buddha is a question. We like to think that. We like to think, if I can move forward and get into that position called Buddha nature, I'll be thoroughly liberated. Step out of a moment. And, as we can, the common activity we observe is schizophrenia. We don't like that label. That's a psychological label, you're schizophrenic. No, no, we're all schizophrenic, because schizophrenia Implies a split. It gets very complicated when you have multiple personalities. Hmm. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Which one am I addressing? <laughs> Who is the Buddha? Who is the Buddha? That's what we're doing here. That what we're doing here? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's what everybody else is doing, me included. I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? <laughs> On good days. Onward and upward. Mumbling. Is that the same as saying, Who is the Christ? I guess it would be. Will a real Christ please stand up? There's an interesting phenomenon that we deal with here in the West dealing with Eastern Buddhism. Buddha? What are you talking about? We don't know. We're not saturated with all sorts of other people's beliefs about what the Buddha is. We're kind of open. We're kind of free of dogma. But in Christianity, we've been saturated. Even if you're Jewish, you're saturated with Christian dogma. Our laws are Judeo-Christian. Which one of those, Christ, is the real one? Does it really matter? Well, you have to ask that question. Does it really matter? I once asked Father Roche about the Buddhist idea of you must slay the Buddha. He understood that. He's been practicing. I said, Well, does it apply? You must slay the Christ. He said, Oh, no, 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 no. Later on, many years, I read a book by a Catholic priest who's also a Roshi, and he says that very thing You must slay the Christ that you've been taught about, that you've been indoctrinated with, that you've been lectured about, and find the real thing. Many people would say you find the Christ, you find the Buddha, you find the Buddha, you find the Christ, because the essence. What is the source of Buddha nature? What is the source of Christ's nature? That's what we're interested in. There's a fellow, ironically, fundamentalist Christian. on the subject, but he said to me, "Ask me, Oh, the rules aren't important. I listen to it. The rules can become too intellectual. Too, They can trap you. I'll go on talking for the next however. The theme will always be the same. Pointing at the essence. What is that? What is that? It doesn't mean anything. of each of us must awake, awaken. Take and our Relationships become complete. May my sense center flourish. Thank you, teacher.